Good morning, what's happening? This is Andy Kelly, and uh, today we play. Today we play. Today we met on the beach at Moonlight Beach for our conversation on play. We are in a series called Adulting, and the series is really about growing up as we become more like a child, which is a bit of a paradox of our faith which we love. We love paradoxes. We love strength and weakness. We love beauty and brokenness. And there's something about maturity and becoming more childlike that is so necessary for us as we grow in our faith. But enough of that. Today we we did many things. We played a game of fishbowl and or charades, however you call it, just to start us out. And what was beautiful about that is the people, adults and children that did it, you, you notice something unique about them. You notice something that we don't normally see when we play. Strengths, characteristics, things we just didn't know about them. And there's something beautiful about play. Ephesians 1.18 says it like this. Paul is speaking to a church uh, with this theologically rich statement. He says this, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may the hope to which he has called you. Now there's a lot that you can say about this passage, the scripture. It's been used in so many ways when we talk about discernment and that's why I'm using it as we talk about play. This passage is related to our spiritual sight and awareness, the way in which we perceive the heavenly time skills in the midst of our earthly reality. Uh, the issue is that our sense of spiritual sight and awareness in many ways gets impaired due to the expectations and roles and responsibilities that we navigate as adults, that we get so sucked into what it means to be adult, whether it's insurance, work, taxes, chores, all things that are in many ways necessary, even our relational dynamics and and so forth. So an exercise that we did on the beach uh, in the midst of that is just taking a moment and looking up, surveying the clouds to see what they looked like. And the irony was there wasn't much cloud in the skies. Maybe there will be, maybe not. Um, but the truth is, when we take time away from the mundane, God begins to open our eyes. Even when we do things that certainly are non-utilitarian, non-utilitarian, I said that right, and even silly, that's a spiritual practice, a spiritual practice uh, that can renew our eyes and open the eyes of our heart is a spiritual practice to play. I'll say it again, just very simply, a spiritual practice that can renew and open the eyes of our heart is a spiritual practice of play. Now, children, we know, discover their God-given purposes of play. If you don't know that, that's essential, that there is purpose in play. But what's also not stated is adults tend to remember their God-given purposes when they return to play. Without play, we, we seem to lose our individualities and, and subsequent creativities. In many ways, play is resurrection, the deadening of our souls that comes from the daily grind. In a sense, we return to the dreams that we had as young girls and young boys and reimagine as a world, or really reimagine our, our place in this world as builders, adventurers, artists, rescuers, soldiers, 
all necessary vocation in God's kingdom. And that's where I ask people to break out in questions just about plays. Are you a, a play first, work later person? Or a work first, play later kind of person? Is it easy, easy to, to play? Or is it challenging? And in this series, when we think about play, again, we think about kids, children. And we, what we don't think about is that they're such a gift to us because they embody play. They embody play. They get us out of our mundane and essentially send us into our vocations, which is play. They turn line holders at the store into obstacle courses. They turn laminated squares in the grocery store into hopscotch. They make mud pies and stews out of dirt and weeds. They live in a world full of possibility imaginations. And we, as adults, we have questions. Where did that sense of feeling alive go to? Where did our passion go? Where did our freedoms go? As Larry talked about last week, Scripture has a lot to say about children. One, one story talks about how people are bringing children to Jesus to be blessed and touched by him. In the midst of it, his disciples felt the need to regulate and stop the children from coming to Jesus. And Jesus is like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. It's an amazing reality. Don't stop the children from coming to me. They're actually the ones who are in touch with the spiritual realities of this world. They get it. And if you don't become like them, you'll never understand the spiritual realities I'm talking about. It's countercultural. In a culture that venerated the elderly and religious leaders, he points to children as the models of spirituality. So what's the question that I want to ask everybody is what are some childlike characteristics that might be valuable in our relationship with God? We asked this in the beach. And some ideas came up like playfulness, obviously sharing our stories, imagination, curiosity, awe and wonder, love of nature, ability to live in the present, gratitude, compassion, hospitality. Want to come over? Want to come over? Looking with fresh eyes, trust. And then, of course, what gets in the way of these things? As you're sitting listening to this, I wonder what gets in the way of you embodying these characteristics that Jesus holds very high, with high regard. <clears throat> As we think about these things, some reflections we have to also think about, what, what, what brought or brings you a smile, joy, or laughter? And probably the most important conversation, or more important, most important question is conversation, what does play look like for you in this season? This is something I've been processing for a while, processed it yesterday. And are there any childlike characteristics Characteristics that I mentioned earlier, and there can be more for sure. Curiosity, wonder. Any of those that stand out to you. And it was at this point that we essentially, I sent out people to have a play date with God. To engage in some individual small group activities. Make a sandcastle, fortress, fort. Uh, blow bubbles, go swimming. Go boogie boarding, jump over the waves, fight the waves, race the waves. And from that place, we wanted to process what was that time for you. Maybe some people went on a beach walk to find and collect treasures in the beach or wandered aimlessly to look for something that just simply wows you. The goal is, what was what is that time? What does play do for you? And what did you notice about yourself, about God, and potentially about others? 
I'm going to benedict this very short homily with two quotes. Uh, one from Christina Roni Sine. She says, have we dismissed the child within us and have lost the joy of life and delight in God that emerges when we play and laugh and marvel at the world around us? Have we dismissed it? If we have, it's time to play. And then Mike Iaconelli says, play is an expression of God's presence in the world. So I do pray that we would all learn to play. We're going to have some very important conversations this summer in the midst of this series that's rooted in the book of Ephesians. And Lord, we, we want to be free to hold them um, and to hold all of life lightly. And I think play teaches that. So Lord, you are the crucified Savior, the risen God, the most powerful King. And at the same time, Lord, you join us in the sandbox. Help us understand this mystery. Or maybe not even understand it, but to enter into it. We pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.